0: hello and welcome back to predator minute it is friday and we are doing minute 45 of the movie predator we do this every day if you are not subscribed you should you can find us on all of your podcast subscription sites. Yes. There are two Predator Minutes, both wonderful. Check them both out. But this particular minute that we're doing, Minute 45, Mm -hmm. it is full of action. And here to describe that action is me, Cliff, at PredatorMinute.com. And also me, Aaron, also at PredatorMinute.com. And Mike, the local archaeologist, and by local I mean the entire Southeast United States Mm -hmm. and some of Central United States, who's joined us this whole week and thank you so much for taking a break, yes. Mike, from yeah, thank you finding guys. crystal skulls or arcs. various arcs or whatever. Yeah. I imagine you get this quite Holy a bit, grails. right? These are probably the jokes you have to deal with at every party.
1: Uh, the worst is, are you looking for gold? And uh-huh. what's your favorite dinosaur?
0: What's your favorite golden ah, dinosaur? Favorite? Gold. Shout out to Golden Dinosaurs <laughs> Vegan Deli in Gulfport, Florida. Hey, all right. i right. you see if they'll sponsor me retroactively. <laughs> So this minute begins with Poncho telling Anna to tell them what happened in Spanish. Yes. It ends with Dutch telling them to find Hawkins' body in English. Mm-hmm. Well, vaguely since he makes up a bunch of military terms. Yes. Sweet pattern, double back. Fifty meters. Fifty meters. Let's go. All of a sudden, it's in
2: meters. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, they, they, they flip between meters and yards here. I
0: assume the very next scene we'll find out Monday is all of them pulling out their conversion books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, standard <laughs> imperial
2: easy. or metric? I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're going to get into the minute, but what stands out mostly is there's a lot of, and I'm making air quotes. Well, I'm not, but imagine I am. Spanish in the scene. Mm. Obviously, Anna, as we lingo. mentioned, Elspeth oh my god I mess up her name every time ah yeah. Cadrillo something like that mm. we're gonna have her as a guest live just so she can <laughs> <cut my laughs> right. Right. Just, just to her. say her name just to uh, you assholes <laughs> she by the way we have no plans to have our own guest live so but you uh. know what listen anyway <laughs> thank you for doing it <laughs> that was my segue out no so anyway he goes back and then yeah. it starts with him going que pasa which literally translates to what, what happened woman Uh, and Dime Mujer same thing tell me tell me me woman and she just says either no say no estoy seguro I'm not sure no say I don't know no estoy seguro uh, I'm not sure and then there's one brief snippet of I don't know what she sends. It, it honestly sounds like she said Yeah, it and, ended
1: with Le bon. That was the first bit that was kind of muffled over no, everybody's okay. talk. She's,
0: the actress is from Mexico. She may have... She has an accent that I can't place because I just don't know Spanish well enough to place regional accents. She says something, but there is no way in hell, she said. <laughs> the jungle came alive and took them.
2: As Pancho I, suggested. As yeah. Pancho
0: suggests, It sounds vaguely like I'm, I don't know what I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a tough call, but and,
2: and then Dylan follows up with that and, oh, and says
0: that isn't what she said. Which if he had stopped there, was one hundred percent correct. Because yeah, Poncho goes. She said the jungle came alive and took him. which is like she must have like she speaks English. We'll find out later. Right? She should have looked at him like the fuck. Are you talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Dylan, you know, of course, after saying uh, that's not what she said, what she said doesn't make any sense, and. <laughs> That statement doesn't quite make any sense yeah, the, unless uh, unless he's referring make, to
1: the Lebon yeah he's like she's not even speaking real Spanish right, right. French thrown in there
2: right and then and then Dylan and Pancho get into an argument over you know whether or not the gorillas have been in front of them the whole time and all this stuff they're still thinking it's it's gorillas but then Dil- our Dutch steps in with well wait why didn't they take his radio or his weapon why didn't she get away? Which you have a sticking point with Cliff. I, I right. As we, we mentioned earlier yes. in this week she very much
0: tried to get away. They literally found her crawling away and grabbed her. And yeah, as we we her. talked
1: about in the last episode, she a, literally crawled under the root that she just right. got tackled over yeah. after he got killed. She's
0: very much trying to get away. It was
1: a feeble attempt at getting away, but I mean, I, mean, I don't know what
0: yeah. else she was supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, but I do like how that whole this whole bit at the beginning it starts with him just you know with. Uh, Dutch looking over his shoulder for him to go back and interrogate her, and it's very intense right away. They're mm-hmm. emotional, so it makes sense. But it's just that rapid fire, shouting at her in Spanish. She's shouting back. She doesn't know what's going on, and then them fighting over what she said in Spanish. Yeah. For 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 then Dutch to just step in and go, "Hey, enough." Yeah. yeah.
2: Now, what's the uh, same thing
0: happened to Hopper? right and then we get that zoom that's sort of like dun dun, dun.
2: yeah yeah full like, yeah. camera zoom into another is, arnold stare this is important though that they that he mentions that she didn't get away right you know uh the thing is if it were other gorillas presumably she would have just gone with them oh
0: i see why didn't she escape with them yeah like, those yeah. were his people exactly people. exactly that so, makes sense okay that you know what i i retract my earlier statement Aaron, fix that in post so I don't okay. <laughs> I'll
1: highlight it. <laughs> <laughs> I get really loud. If you're listening to it, I'm 20 decibels higher. So maybe not necessarily he's saying, you know, why didn't she run away on her own? Which but she tried to do, but why didn't she get to get run away right. with him? good point. That's right. what you're at. Yeah, right.
0: okay, I like that. I'll accept that. And then I also do have a point with Dylan saying the same thing happened to Hopper.
2: Yes. What
0: same thing happened to Hopper? Because well, remember, they haven't found a skin body. Right. Hopper. They never find the weapons. Well, they didn't find a radio.
1: Yeah, oh, right, right. But he but says I, it in response to Dutch saying, "You know, they didn't take his weapons and didn't take his gun." And it's like that's when he kind of says, "Same thing that happened to Hopper at." He's like, "What do you?" He, I, that's maybe where did why they like Dutch? Looks
0: so
2: surprised. He's like, "The hell are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. So they did. did. They did take. The, I guess what happened at the helicopter at the beginning of the movie, uh, presumably. The predator shot him down. Came and did oh, his no, business, no. and I then think the, gorillas. the Gorillas
0: shot the helicopter. Down. Oh, you think Heat the Seekers.
2: Okay, 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 okay. All right. So then, then the uh, the guerrillas shot the helicopter down. The predator had his way with whatever. Or no, I guess he didn't. The Gorillas came and got everything. The and got everything.
0: They sent Hopper in and his men to That's try to retrieve the cabinet minister and his aide
2: slash CIA. Uh, advisors, and I guess they didn't find any of Hopper's weapons, but those could have been picked up by a patrol. Yeah, either Paterillas. way, that's the opposite of what happened. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, but there weren't. I, I'm trying to remember if there were weapons found at the site. I know their entrails were found, in their, and their dog skins, bodies, you know, hanging yeah. above and their entrails yeah. as well. So it's like. Yeah, but by saying the that he's definitely jumping
1: being... the gun, they can't like they don't know where the body is. Yeah. They did find the entrails, and they're like, "Oh, that's the same thing." They don't thing have happened enough to evidence to yeah. kind of
0: connect the dots here yeah. at all. They know that we know that, but that does not make sense for the evidence that these characters have to make that assumption. Right, right. <laughs> same thing happened to Hopper. You be like same what thing happened to Hopper? Yeah, which that he died. <laughs>
2: yeah, I got that. <laughs> We don't, we're not even sure of that. He, might well, he be was disemboweled. Dying. <laughs> you know, we don't know if he's skinned yet, but yeah, definitely yeah. he had his entrails cut out. Yeah. Uh, or we think he did because we we're, we think it's Hopper's entrails. But then again, it could have just been Hopper fought like a wild boar, uh, gutted it, and ran off to where it's uh, skinned. Hopper is the, the, the predator. Wars. Yes. Yes. And I like it. Yes. Hopper the whole time.
0: any like theory other than the very
2: simple movie that they're putting forward. Occam's Razor, man. It never pans out. It never Sometimes pans Sometimes the
0: out. Predator is your Predator.
2: <laughs> nah. Sometimes El Guapo is your El Guapo. A, sorry, I was doing Three Amigos. The now.
0: El Guapo. Dude, oh, Three Amigos, man. I just want to do the minutes of every film. But. No, I, uh, I think that they're doing a pretty good job. I mean, as much as we're nitpicking because that is our... Right want it's pretty good idea to have shown that these guys were just so tough and so good and they're being rattled we're also seeing the continuing split between the group and dylan right they're automatically not happy with dylan even poncho is mad at him Mm. he's like this is your fault he they both start pointing the woman like if you hadn't brought her along this wouldn't have happened. They, I mean, they just both start shouting, the woman, it's very hard to pick out any particular thing. Right. Where they go, she, she, and they're pointing to her, to Anna... Which, I, you know, to a larger point, he's making, he's saying, hey, if we hadn't had to drag her along, none of this would
2: have happened. Well, you know, if he hadn't sent them into a meat grinder, none of this would be right. happening, you know.
0: You know, if he would actually sent them into a meat grinder, they'd be in real rough shape right now. You yeah. Know, they'd be, they yeah. would look like Hawkins entrails. Probably, yeah, like yeah. sausage or something. He should have kept those entrails to make little sausages.
2: Ah, well, so no. So someone
0: had asked before if he eats them. I think it was Sam had asked if Frederick eats them. I think it's clear he doesn't, because otherwise
2: sausages well, would be delicious. They're full of his poop.
0: All intestines are full poop. Exactly. So you make sausage. So you just have to clean it out. <laughs> you just and, have yeah, to treat
2: them. But then you got to pack it with meat. Anyway. Oh, why yeah. didn't
0: we ask this? Remember yeah. when Dr. John Ambrosio was on? He uh, also, as someone who makes his own sausage, he literally yeah. <laughs> cuts the intestines, fills it with the animals that he's uh, killed and kind
1: spices. Of, yeah. I'm in the woods. Kind of gruesome when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it really is. It's a weird <laughs> way to eat animals.
0: A lot of the things that we eat are very odd. Yeah. Like the, how,
2: how we came across this idea of it. Yeah. And the predator probably just eats some sort of like vegetable chip. I don't yeah,
1: know. He's a, he's a vegan. He's, he's a, a vegan. He, he, eats he can pellets. never eat. He just hunts I, for trophies. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's, he's got for, those he dreadlocks. He
0: probably just eats, you know,
2: like quinoa.
1: Space <laughs> quinoa. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's very conscientious. He's he's mostly yeah. vegan. Yeah. <laughs> That's that,
1: that that rapid sound that he makes. That t- 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 it's him like chewing That's little seeds. Yeah, like, ah. kale. He's yeah. thinking he loves about. It. He's kale like kale as he's eating. <sniffs> <this. Kale>. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
0: gives me the energy I need to kill these uh, creatures.
1: But, but kind of just I was thinking about based on what you were saying before about how well they've done. Just what we were seeing these last few minutes. Like since I've been here this week, they've done this really good two bursts of excitement in otherwise quiet atmospheric yes. moments. So you have that moment. Where um, they're just kind of standing there. He thinks he sees something in the woods, you know, Mm -hmm. back on Monday at the beginning of the week. They're talking about it. They kind of know it's nothing. And then she breaks away and runs, creates this big chaotic moment. And then it climaxes with, you know, that big attack. And it just then pauses for a moment while they reflect. And they're like, why are his remains here? And where is his body? Mm -hmm. And then just rises again with them getting in that big argument. With a
2: zoom this time. Yeah. Or uh, once, once the realization is made that oh wait, this is uh, probably not gorillas. This is whatever took out Hopper, and whatever else that's just messed up. We so there's a mystery here. There's still there's now a mystery. They thought they had didn't have any more mysteries, uh, but it's clear that there is something else lurking out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know what it is and probably things are going to get a lot lot worse for them
0: it's a credit to the writing of Shane Black and the I know there are others that were involved but mostly we'll go with Shane in that this actually has a lot of the format of the English parlor mysteries mm-hmm. right the things like Clue <laughs> sort of parody but the old Agatha Christie style Agatha Christie style where these are people on a journey or there's already something else going on and now they're, people are showing up dead This person's dead. What happened? Let's think about the possible suspects. We don't even know the murder weapon, right? Right. Uh, We actually don't even know exactly where this took place because (laughs) bodies have been moved. You know, (laughs) this is like a time for Sherlock Holmes to step in.
2: Yeah, yeah, and there's there's no candlesticks in this one. Well, um, we no, don't know. <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> no, you pa- have to see all twelve and... endings of the oh, Predator. Game, ah, depending okay. on where you saw it, I've only thing. seen three. Oh yeah, yeah, three of the endings. Oh, so, well,
0: I've got a lot of fanfic. I have to. Show okay. You. <laughs> so, Mike, you had mentioned before, and you mentioned it now, that this was a great five minutes. But this is—it's been a while since you've seen this film, right?
1: Yes, long time. Long time. Uh, it's been how many years? Man, last time I watched it had to have been... I mean, it's probably 10 years. When oh, was wow. the,
0: Do you remember the first time you saw it, or do you remember your early impressions of the, when you first saw this film?
1: Yeah, I mean, you think about it, especially because of when it came out, it was during that same time period, a lot of these... I think in my brain, automatically tied to a lot of these 80s kind of action movies, or, mm-hmm. or expect, even Arnold Flick specifically, but it was different in that... that I, I just remember always... The sound, the jungle, that, that atmospheric kind of mm-hmm. element they keep creating, that always stuck in my head. Like, just the, the Predator sound, obviously, but even, like, the drum beats that they use yeah. for the for the music, yeah. for the background mm-hmm. soundtrack, and this, like I was saying before, the rising and falling actions. So you have these cool, quiet, atmospheric moments where, like you guys noted, they have no dialogue for certain periods of time, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden just these rapid bursts of intensity.
0: Do you know if you saw this in the theater, or do you remember when you first saw this?
1: I I don't believe I did, because that would have came out. I would have probably not no, because I would have been, I would have been. That's eighty seven. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been under ten. I don't think I would have seen oh, that. So
0: would I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure either. I think I had mentioned
1: before. I believe. I feel the first like I saw it on cable. I feel and like I saw it on cable, invitation. probably with cousins or something. I feel like. Right. Yeah.
0: Specifically. <laughs> Where would you rank this in terms of if we are considering basically all the Schwarzenegger movies? I guess pre True Lies. What I would call the classic Schwarzenegger canon. Hmm. Where would you rank this for you <laughs> that's, personally?
1: That's tough, because uh, I have a reason I like a lot of them. Total Recall is probably uh, close yeah, close to the top for me.
2: Yeah,
1: um, and again, it becomes a ba- that's atmosphere and lines. A lot of good lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but you like more of the sci-fi thing? Yeah, I mean I think for me personally just because of being like kind of grown up as a sci-fi fantasy nerd um it it, it would have still it would rank higher than like maybe Commando okay. or you know even stuff like that. It would have definitely been closer to the top. Yeah. Running Man. I think I I would rank it above Running Man again because that atmosphere just stuck with me oh, more. Yeah. Atmosphere It's, was, it's so it can good. be it's everything like a in a movie.
0: Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Sort of contained. Yeah. Running Man's a very interesting one. Because I would put it amongst the sort of Mad Maxes in terms of mm-hmm. if you had to qualify it, because it doesn't really seem like a sci fi movie. I don't want to get us too far afield, but it's Friday, so I feel like we have some leeway. It's Far Field Friday? Far Field <laughs> Friday. It's our new Thank tradition. You. Faf yeah. <laughs> uh, In that you don't see any future technology in Running Man, right? You don't see anyone using like laser guns or driving around in golf carts with right. Christmas tree it's lights. It's like All stuff right. people can make, like chainsaws. you said, Mad Max. They, don't Flame use anything. <laughs> yeah, there's no flying
1: cars. There's a satellite uplink. That's futuristic, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: uplink your ass and you'll be on the <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think the the most advanced thing they did was you know, they had an Elon Musk style pneumatic tube to send ah. you to a new location and they had those <laughs> neck things that
2: exploded. Uh, and they had the ability to formulate conversations that never happened like we're just now starting to be able to do yeah. oh yeah, yeah they did digitalize entire to kill off
1: Jesse Ventura yeah just like that CNN yeah. thing
0: where they faked it to make it look like you pushed the woman you're right
1: <laughs> holy shit
0: <laughs> they're betting on Richards out
2: there
0: <laughs> Wow! All right, that's a great call. Wow, very topical. That's well he,
1: that that comparing it to all their other technology, that's kind of amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had a long discussion. I won't get into it, uh, but we we had a discussion that maybe we'll take up at a longer time in the green room before this episode, where we were talking about sci-fi, all of us being sci-fi fans and all the same age, mm-hmm. about, and we're not the only person people to have ever postulated this idea i've read it multiple times is that one of the big issues in sci-fi and sci-fi writing specifically and i guess in films is that what we do as humans is think of existing technologies and then just think of iterations of that rather than wholly new things so we're like oh what about planes but they're cars but they're planes you know instead it's like oh what if you know the really good ones are the ones like oh teleportation or what if you didn't need to go there at all because you could manipulate anything from anywhere? It's like, oh, right.
1: Yeah. Like the old video phones that they were, you know, kind of prophesizing right. in the 80s. Or and they were cords. literally corded old, you know, manila phones, but with a video on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, who would have thought that our, you know, a, a large portion of our Air Force would be drones and not piloted right. super aircraft, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, we still think of yeah. people
0: being involved in yeah. wars. Yeah. Hard for us to think of this other thing,
2: right? Right. Even though
0: there was a Star Trek episode, remember, where they had done away with war and instead it was simulated, but they oh, would right. actually kill all the people. Yeah,
1: from where, they, they report by to the their results of the simulation. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> See, Star Trek champion. So, speaking of champions, we have come up with some ideas for the drink of the week. Ah. Uh, I know you guys have been eagerly waiting, and you've received your reward. Yes. For listening to us talk about sci-fi writing theory, <laughs> and it is the Bloody Anna. Uh, I'm proud to admit there are four of us here. You've only heard three of us, but there's a hidden fourth person. And all of us have contributed an idea to this. So if you're ready and you have every single possible ingredient in front of you, here is how you'll make it live. You'll take some blood orange vodka. You'll pour Mm -hmm. it into a uh, tall glass, a pilsner glass if you have it, the same one you would use for a Bloody Mary, Mm -hmm. whatever glass you might use for that. Uh, Blood orange vodka Followed by tomato juice, nearly to full, some hot sauce, some black pepper, shame black pepper. Yep, shame black pepper. And in honor of the fact that the blood on Anna is not her own blood, but is in fact Hawkins' blood, we proudly submit that you should add a little ketchup. Why? Because that is also spelled catsup. And Cat is also pussy, and Hawkins loved telling jokes about pussies, yes. and he loved any joke that required long and convoluted explanations as to why they were funny.
2: Long and convoluted explanations, like this one, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. This makes perfect sense. Yeah. This makes perfect sense. So,
0: uh, if possible, the best way to do it is to find a spray bottle that would allow tomato juice to go through it and spray <laughs> it onto your face. <laughs> and hopefully into your mouth as well, but we realize yeah. that's probably not possible. So just mix and enjoy.
2: Yeah, just just throttle the black pepper accordingly. If you're gonna, if if you have a messy <laughs> spray bottle, you probably don't want to get too much of that
1: in your eyes. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: However you want to do, yeah, do it. Yeah, do it just like Anna. Put it sort of it's around the eye and yeah. under the cheek and upper.
1: Yeah. I like the um, idea also of somebody requesting this drink at a bar, but <laughs> you can only request it if you give the full explanation. <laughs> okay. And you can only get it by turning your head and then they just splatter it all over the side of your face Maybe and you
0: a crawl away bar. on the floor. <laughs>
2: well,
0: that's, what, that's what a bloody Anna does. Yeah. It's that strong. It'll leave you crawling on the floor. <laughs> and what should leave you in the opposite direction, jumping for joy, should be our intro and outro music and I've never mentioned this before (laughs) but I feel like uh, most podcasts actually give credit to the people who produce them so my co-host Aaron he is the one that has put together that wonderful intro and outro music that is us doing the acapella the two of us but it's him that actually did the mixer I think we've mentioned before that he used to be a professional sound engineer and, in fact, owned his own studio. That's why everything sounds so good. Yes, and, in fact, <laughs> he is the producer of this show. So if you want your show to sound this amazing, then you will need to hire Aaron at a current rate of 150 an hour. <laughs> Maybe uh, higher since he's laughing at that.
1: <laughs> yeah, as you say, oh, I'm thinking about it. Um, maybe it should be You're more. thinking about it, Mike? All right. We already got one buyer Price is going up. <laughs> it's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 160, 160,
2: 160. All right. 160,
1: 160. Call in live 160,
0: 160, 160. to our pre recorded show, and we will get you onto the auction line. You can reach him at Aaron. It's spelled the traditional uh, way A A R O N, A A Ron, at predatorminute.com. Yes. Uh, and as I mentioned before, you can reach us at numerous other websites. And before we leave, Mike, uh, unless you guys have other notes, that's all
2: the notes I have. That's
0: Mike, all I got. Uh, we traditionally ask our guests to leave us with any sort of advice or charities or websites they we should check out or anything else. What is something you could speak to our people at home about that's something they may not know that they need to know?
1: Um, well, I guess then speaking from the archaeologist uh, point of view, um, the two things I would recommend to people one in regards to your local archaeology there is almost always people doing volunteer stuff or bringing kids in and getting to participate in digs or see artifacts that have been recently found in your local area just finding that stuff out even in america which i know it's not quite the same as in europe where your culture's not directly always tied to you it's fascinating to find out the people who live there before you and there's usually free ways to do that
0: and i should mention our besides the united states our number one most of those two countries is mexico Ah, And there's certainly no shortage of archaeology, I would imagine, in Mexico.
1: Right. No, not at all. And that's where, you know, at least they're even more connected to their culture. And it's great to find out where your people come from. Oh,
0: shouts out to Mexico, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) First of all, for being, you guys are the best, being our number one (laughs) besides the United States country, Viva Mexico. Also, if anyone else out there can listen to this and help out from where my grade school Spanish has left off. Am I missing what she said? Please write in. Cliff or Aaron (laughs) at PresidentBender.com.
1: Okay, go ahead, Mike. All right. And the other thing um, regarding artifacts locally found, if you do ever find anything, it really is best to find a local school or museum. People love to come to us on sites and have like a box full of stuff they found. And the problem with that is once you've moved it, we lose all the information. So if you Mm -hmm. can at least get somebody out there with you so that we can maintain the context. A lot of times because of property law, stuff's yours anyways, but just to get the information out which that's really the most valuable thing in artifacts that you can get um having a professional come out and establish some sort of context before you move it is best right right. right. so is
0: it true that you belong in a museum
1: i do (laughs) (laughs) well
0: i'll tell you what does not belong in a museum is the predator minute because it is still going oh my goodness it's still alive and vibrant much like the field of archaeology
2: we are almost halfway there
0: we are almost halfway there Uh, We are not quite living on a prayer yet, so, Mm. but we may end up being (laughs) because we're we're almost halfway. Yeah, we're almost. (laughs) And in order to continue to provide you with this, not quite living on a prayer life that we've got going, we need you, the listener, the most important part of this podcast, to tune in Mm -hmm. this week, every week, every day. Find us on whatever podcast system you use. Tell your friends, hijack your family, and force them to send us money. These are all legal things for me to suggest. (laughs) (laughs) And I would like to say thank you all. We've been seeing a tremendous uptick in numbers, both locally and internationally. I don't. I gave you a little viva Mexico. The rest of the countries, imagine I said that in your local language. (laughs) I don't. Then again, you're listening to me in English, so I must be doing all right. (laughs) And we'd like to thank you all, and we are. Very excited. Next week's guest will be talking to us about special effects mm, because yes. we have a major special effect coming up yes. next week. So if that's something that Explosion. interests you. Explosion. Oh, and we have a master of, or a doctor of physics in explosions. Explosions. That's how we end this week I don't have a segue for that one So I'm just ending it there Thank you for listening to the Predator Minute Until then